Welcome to our episode. Episode number four. Is that right, guys? Yes. This is the real deal. Nobody thought that we would have more than one. And here we are in number four. Proving all the haters wrong. (laughs) Haters are going to hate. Oh, And not going to listen to this. Here's the deal. This is Reg Allen, and I'm joined with my friends. Let's have my friends introduce themselves. Sister London. I'm London Parsons, and I'm from Canada, so that's cool. (laughs) <laughs> I love that you rep Canada every time that you introduce yourself. It's a must. It's just it comes with being Canadian. It's Canadian pride. <laughs> Marco. My name's Marco, and I'm from, can anyone guess? Mud Lake, Idaho, baby. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Mud Lake. <laughs> Crystal Lake? <laughs> it used to be called Crystal Lake. You know what's so sad is what if I read my history wrong it's not actually Crystal Lake? Either way, nobody you're repping it. I'm Megan Hansen, and I'm from the United States of America. America. <laughs> I'm Kevin McNeil, and I'm from Oregon, Portland to be precise. Keep Portland weird. I, I, <laughs> I, love, I, love, that. That, I love that Kevin threw up his hand like it was like a <laughs> gang sign. Like, There's no gangs in Rexburg, Kevin. No, so. there's, there's not, no. Yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. And we have a very special guest with us. I The other day... Um, I had the privilege of hearing Mursada Hadrovich. Yes. And I was uh, I was walking in in the student union area and saw her and I flagged her down from a distance and I talked her into playing a guitar song and singing. And at first I was just being silly thinking uh, this is totally random and I'm sure that she doesn't, you know, she's just going to mess around. <laughs> but turns out I sit down and she plays a part of a song that she wrote. And I was basically moved emotionally and and spiritually. I felt like it was powerful. And so even though I had no idea who she was, I, I begged her to come to our uh, to our podcast tonight. She's got her guitar. <laughs> and, and depending on your time, sis, I'd like you to play. And then if you want to even just join in for whatever whatever time oh, you yeah. have you're oh, welcome. Oh, I have so much time. Just be a part of our <laughs> be a part of our craziness. I'm down. Give us a little intro. I know I know some people don't like it when people give intros <laughs> before they where they sing songs. <laughs> but our listeners would love it. All right. Well, my name is Mursada Hadrovich. I'm from Everett, Washington. Um, I mean, I'm not that nothing special. I just been doing music since I was little. I've just always loved it. Music's always been everything to me. Um, I recently just learned how to play guitar, honestly, just maybe about a year ago. So I'm not super great at it yet. I mess up quite a bit. Um, but I've been singing, my mom always says, since before I could talk. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to be here. It's good. It's good stuff. You're my new friend. Oh, good. You know, you're my friend too. Let's hear what you got, sis. You want me to go now? Let's do it. (laughs) All right. So this is a song I wrote. Um, it's called, uh, um, I Could Have Told You So. And I might mess up the lyrics a little because I just realized I didn't bring my notebook. And when I get nervous, sometimes I, uh, you know, mess up. If you want, I can insert lyrics. Uh, just make believe lyrics if you mess up. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Will that make you feel more comfortable <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm adding lyrics? <laughs> Maybe so. Let's see. <laughs> All right. So let's test this real quick. You guys hear this? Okay. 
guess it's time to say goodbye I won't waste any more time on tears that shed No more crying, let's pretend You have the time to listen here Inside I'm screaming moments here You're really leaving too much to say So much on my mind, but go on your way Leave me behind But when that day comes And you're on your own And you're feeling like there's something you can't let go I hope you know that I I could have told you so, could have told you so. I'm finally through fighting for you. It hurts what you've done to me, and you don't even know. Although I know, I could have told you so, I could have told you so. I tried so hard to not let you in This cycle is toxic Showing you care Breaking down my walls and building them up Ten feet tall I wish that you would see the truth Those moments right in front of you It wasn't just me Not all in my mind Why can you not see What you're leaving behind But when that day comes And you're on your own And you're feeling like There's something you can't let go I hope you know That I I could've told you so I could've told you so I'm finally through fighting for you It hurts what you've done to me And you don't even know Although I know I could've told you so I could've told you so Something straight I pushed you away You're the one who chose to come back The truth is I hate to say Sometimes I wish I could take it all back And when that day
feeling like there's something you can't let go I hope you know that I tried to tell you so Tried to tell you so, could have told you so That's the end <laughs> That was beautiful Thanks. Sorry, I got a little loud for a second there. I had to no, scoot I, back a lot. <laughs> no, that was perfect. That was so good. Thanks. How would you? So I, for me, I love I love all all music. Yeah. Um, except for the stuff that doesn't sound good. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I love that. But I love most when I feel emotion from song. And that song clearly carries emotion. Yeah. Do you want to teach us about the song? <laughs> What do you want to know? <laughs> First, how how long ago did you write it? Actually, I just wrote it Sunday, <laughs> so it's a little wow. it's a little spotty, but yeah. <laughs> if that's if that's spotty, I can't imagine what polished is. <laughs> well, trust me, polished is a lot better than that. <laughs> you have, have you written a number of songs? Yeah, I've written a good amount. Mm-hmm. Tell us wh- what are you doing with your music career? Oh, uh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, I think, well, music's just always been something that's extremely important to me, very special. It's There's been a lot of times in my life where I felt like music was all I had in every aspect. And um, I think that it's, it means so much to me. And I think, although that sounds so cool to have a career with it and, you know, to show it to the world and everything, I think that... It's uh, not exactly realistic, so um, I I guess I just try to keep it as special as I can. I think the way I've always seen it is, um, especially when you're singing in front of a crowd, um, you know, whether it's five people or a hundred people, if you can just reach one person, if you can impact one person and have them feel something, then you're doing something really good, you know? And so... I haven't really done much yet with it, and I don't really have any di- direction ideas, you know? It's kind of a hard thing to do. Um, and I think that because it's so special to me, I guess sometimes I have a hard time believing that people would understand how special it is to me, and so it wouldn't be meaningful to others as it is to me. Um, so I guess I've never really tried a whole lot, but I do I do love to write music, and I love to sing as much as I can. So You have a beautiful voice, and, and you have a beautiful soul to to consider those those special things that you sang about. Thanks. <laughs> life is life is tricky business. Yeah. Relationships are tricky business. Oh yeah, boys are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was actually thinking this is this is totally um, this is a stray thought and not in relation to the depth of of what you sang about. But um, when I was when I was in high school early in high school, I had a girlfriend that was absolutely sure that like we were going to be married and be together always. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so I really thought about gifts and I'm like, you know what? I need to get her something that's just like unbelievable, but I want it to be special. When I was born, someone gave me this real teddy bear that was like a very high quality teddy bear that I slept with, that I had like for my entire life. And for Valentine's Day, I gave this teddy bear to this 
that this young lady oh, that's so cute. absolutely <laughs> convinced like it wasn't like I was really given anything because I'm just going to get it back when we get married anyways. <laughs> I haven't seen the teddy bear since. Oh, freak. That's that's not the right direction I thought that was going <laughs> at all. And, and it was like, Let's what's track that? her down and get it back. Yes, ask her for it back. Do you think do you think that maybe a listener has like some secret ability to find her? <laughs> Seriously, Rose, though, full send. If I can make a million, you can get your teddy bear back. Here's the deal. I'm sure that teddy bear was put into a box to DI many years ago. Wow. Um, but here's here's what I think um it, it reminds me of trust. Choosing to love and choosing to trust carries inherent risk that's hard and and scary. And with high trust, high trust allows for a faster relationship and less cost and emotional cost. Yeah. And and low trust carries incredibly high cost emotionally and a very slow speed in relationships. And and it and it's and it's true that there are people that actually jack us. You know, there there are people that actually lay in bed at night and think, how can I jack someone? But if I were to ask you, if I asked you who it is that you trust the most in your life, or better yet, who trusts you the most in your life, there's a pretty good chance that when you lay in bed at night, you're not thinking, I wonder what I can do to really screw this person over now that I have their trust. Sometimes I'm accused of being too trusting. Like uh, my 2000 Toyota Corolla that's incredible. It's it's a very special car <laughs> to me. Um, I leave the keys in the car always. My front door is unlocked always. I um, Everyone in the world knows what my PIN number is to my debit card. Wow. And and frankly, I'm I'm very trusting that way. I suppose that I get take advantage of at times, but my net result is favorable. And so I, I choose to trust knowing that when it's all shaking out, both the, the pluses and the minuses, by leaning in versus pulling out, I receive a far greater return on my investment than I than I'd ever have if I didn't roll the dice. I don't know. Crazy talk from Reg Allen. I have a question, Reg. Uh, so you said you, you roll the dice on who you trust. Do you feel like you trust everyone in your life or do you, how do you, how do you choose who you want to? So I don't, I don't roll the dice on who I trust. I roll the dice by choosing to trust in general, knowing that there's times that there will be a return on investment and knowing there are other times where there'll be a deficit. So in, in my, in my world, I, I want to liberally give trust to those that I barely know and to those that I know well. And, and, uh, Stephen, Stephen Covey's son, Stephen Covey wrote a book called the speed of trust. And he also wrote a book called smart trust. And I think, um, Sometimes we, we intertwine the idea of being naive versus trusting. And, and what I would say is if, if Mersada knows, if she knows that I genuinely care and trust her, which I do, and, and by the way, I actually bet that you knew that without me telling you. Yeah, you're right. So if, if I choose to trust, if I choose to trust you and emotionally commit to showing love and trust to you, 
the likelihood of you reciprocating that and giving it back is very high. Yeah. And, and most, and, and, but I'm, I'm rolling the dice that she doesn't happen to be the one in a thousand that's laying in bed at night thinking like, now that that Reg Allen trusts me, like this is my <laughs> chance to screw him over. Definitely not. No. <laughs> so, so when I, I'm rolling the dice by trusting Rosada. Mm-hmm. I'm, tr- I'm trusting her not, she doesn't hold any of my valuables. She doesn't hold any of those things, but she holds a part of my emotions because I'm emotionally investing in you. Mm-hmm. And so that that is a, a very special form of trust that takes no money, no extra time, but produces incredible results. I I would guess, and I don't I don't want to assume that you'd like to be my friend, but I would guess <laughs> that we'll likely be friends for a long time to come. And to me, that that emotional investment for people is worth it. Yeah, I think. Um it's interesting for me. I think that a lot of people, I was actually talking to my roommate about this the other day. Um, a lot of people talk about how they have a lot of walls up, right, when it comes to trust, which is understandable. I think a lot of people have trust issues, you know, whether it roots from family or friends or relationships or whatever. You know, that isn't an easy thing to do. Um, but I've found in my life, what's funny is I am kind of the opposite where it's just something bad will, like, you know, I'll trust somebody with everything and then, you know, I'll, it won't go that way and I'll end up hurt or, you know, I just, I lose them. Right. And I, it, it's hard, but then I still trust the next person. <laughs> like that's just how I am. I've always been that way. And even when I think, Oh, like I could never trust somebody again, somehow I can. And you know, most of the time I'll admit it usually blows up in my face, but, um, I have found that, um, something I've learned is just, you can never go wrong from loving someone no matter who they are. And even if they hurt you, if they, you know, don't if they don't you love well, you back, they don't love you back. You know, you can always, they can, they can never say that they, this person didn't care about me. And something that, um, I've explained to a lot of people, which is kind of, I guess, a concept a lot of people don't really understand, but like when, when you have a crush on someone, okay, just for an example, like everyone's had a crush, right? Right. Definitely. You all have crushed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Um, do you guys usually like hope that they're going to like you back? Do you guys, you want them to like you back, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So how my mind usually works is when I like someone, I'm choosing to like them because I like them. I appreciate who they are and they, they teach me things and I, um, I have learned from them and they've have somehow helped me grow and I usually don't actually, I mean, I guess it's nice to have someone like you back, but I never go into it thinking, I hope they like me back because most of the time, you know, well, most in my life personally, it doesn't work out that way, which is fine. But I found that, um, that's okay. It's just like selfless love. It doesn't or it hasn't. It hasn't worked out that way so far. Um, but I mean, I'm not here to talk about love life, you know. So I'm not going to. Why not? <laughs> I mean, that's what you want to hear about. But this I is my podcast. Like we just make up stuff. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I just think that there's a lot of power in loving someone selflessly and not expecting anything in return. And then when they, you do get it back, that's wonderful. But you should never expect that. Like, um, you know, that there's that old country song, "Humble and Kind." Do you guys know that song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. N- n- don't expect a free ride from anyone. You know, um, 
go to go to church with your grandma, even though you don't want to. You know, things like that. Like, you should never expect something back. And then when it, something does come back, it's that much more beautiful and that much more meaningful and special to you because you weren't expecting it. You just love them because you love them. So, so, so there's a reason why why people are smiling. Why, Mercada, you don't you don't know me, but every everyone else in the room knows me. Yeah, everyone's smiling really big right now. It's kind of interesting. You guys, <laughs> what are you what are you smiling about? <laughs> Unconditional love. Yes. So it's all about everything you just talked about. Has been everything that Reg emulates, and <laughs> really? so for me, I was like, "This is like you, like <laughs> you guys both just Baby like Reg. from yeah, seriously, <laughs> from what awesome. I understand from you, like you just love others without conditions, and it's just like it's a part of who you are, and it's a part of life, and you shouldn't expect to get anything back from you know loving someone, and that's how it should be. So that I I was smiling because I'm listening to you thinking, I knew we were supposed to meet. <laughs> that's that's totally totally congruent with with my crazy philosophies i mean it definitely makes life harder don't get me wrong like it's hard to give someone unconditional love all the time you know and it's hardest to give yourself unconditional love oh yeah that's that's a doozy here's one of the things that guys i want to update you on a couple of things about the crazy challenge and then a fun addition so for the listeners, just a reminder, I, I want to know what in the world you've done with your dollar. You took your dollar, you've got your time and your dollar, and I want to know what you've done to work towards having that dollar turn into a million, which is just a fun challenge. Um, I was talking with Notori, someone that took our challenge, and she was walking around. She learned two card tricks, and she walked around to people and said, do you want to see the dollar card trick? That do you want to pay a dollar for my dollar card trick or my two dollar card trick? And she's and she uh, when I saw her the other night, she's like, I'm at a hundred dollars. Wow! She just hit a hundred dollars, which I thought was so fun. That's so cool. I cleaned toilets the other day. It was it was hard. It was dirty, but um, this last week I've earned ten dollars from agreeing to watch someone's beta fish. That's awesome. So I'm pretty pumped about that. <laughs> And, uh, but one of the things that, that I've started to do is I've started to stretch my own reality for practice to be able to expand really the craziness that I'm willing to do so that I don't ever feel complacent. So every single day I've been creating a challenge. Um, one of the challenges was to go up to complete strangers, shake their hands and compliment them immediately upon meeting them. I think you did that with me, didn't you? I did. I forget the compliment you gave me, but I do remember that. Was it good? I'm guessing so. I honestly was just more shook because I remembered your name from my friend who told me about you. So I don't really remember what else he said. But who? It was Mac. McKinley. Quas. Oh, yeah. fun, fun, fun. Yeah, he's a really good guy. But he's the one who told me about your thing. So when he said, oh, I'm Reg, I was like, I know you. And he, <laughs> he brought his... He brought his um, he brought his, fi- is it fiance, fiance or girlfriend? Fiance. He brought his fiance. She's beautiful, isn't she? She is. You know who she looks like? Who? The famous um, Anne Hathaway. Oh, I could actually see that. I saw her in class. I'm like, oh my gosh. But like Ella enchanted Anne Hathaway. Like yes. The prime Anne Hathaway. That's, so when I, what I said to her, I'm like, you're prettier than she is. Oh, for sure. She is. Yeah, she's beautiful. So um, one of the things that, uh, so here's the challenge. I did that challenge. Another challenge I did, which was fun, is I just stood 
I stood in a public place with my arms stretched far out. And with my arms stretched far out, I just made eye contact with strangers. And then just kept that awkward <laughs> eye contact it's definitely until awkward. they came over to give me a hug. That is so and, awesome. And when they looked at me and they were wondering what I wanted, and I maintained eye contact, I just flexed my fingers like that motion to me. <laughs> you know, like, come to me. Come to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just stared there and I refused to take a step forward. And I just stood there. And people would come from like way over 150 feet away just to give a hug. That is so sweet. And I just stood there and did it for like five or six times. <laughs> that brought me joy. But it didn't bring me near as much joy as yesterday. I went and and saw a young lady and I, she had like these beautiful yellow boots, like really striking, beautiful yellow boots. Mm -hmm. And I said, I stopped her. I said, your boots are so beautiful. I just love your boots. So cute. And she, uh, and she said, thank you. And we talked for a minute. I said, would you be up for a crazy social experiment? And she's like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> and so I said, here's your choices. One, to go up and compliment a random stranger. Or two, to stand here with your arms open, maintain eye contact with a stranger, and call for a hug. And she, uh, I could tell she was nervous as heck about it. But then she's like, I could tell she wanted to do too. <laughs> and finally I said, I'll just record you and you can just, you can just do it. And so I recorded her, I held her hat for her. And then you got this young lady just sitting there putting her arms out and someone came like nearly immediately and gave her a big old hug. And the look on her face of joy, of just stretching her reality and feeling joy from that was amazing. I texted it to her. Um, and she texted me back last night and said, that made my day more than you know. And then this morning when I woke up, I saw that she had somehow found my name and, and uh, hit the uh, a friend a Facebook request. And mm -hmm. now we're officially friends. That's awesome. Which I think is so fun. Yeah. But there's these, there's these challenges that I think that can really help us. So here's, here's part B of the craziness of the Reg Allen Brother Reg podcast. Um, I decided that I'm putting together a list of people that I'm going to text every single morning with the challenge of the day. And the challenge of the day is something that can stretch your reality, pull you out of your comfort zone, and be a blessing to you and your future. I talked about it this morning, and people instantly wanted to be on the list. There is, uh, there is one thing that I that I put as a stipulation with being a part of the list. And I told people, if you're on this list and you get these texts and you agree to do it, you're agreeing that you're going to do it every day, whatever that challenge is when I send it in the morning. That's cool. So, um, if people decide they're like, Hey, you know what? I want to take it to the next level. I'm willing to take on the challenge. I want the growth. I'll do it. Then they get on the text list and they get these challenges. I send out the challenge for free. I make no money from it. When people Venmo me money, I use it and I bless someone's life that's in need, which I think is, is a double beautiful thing. That's awesome. So if you're listening to this, you want to be a part of the craziness, text me 
254-0833. All I need is your name. I need your commitment. And just tell me that you're ready to roll with the challenge. And honestly, I'll personally take the time to text you every single day myself for as long as you're in the challenge. Does that sound crazy? Yeah, that's pretty insane, pretty intense, but very intriguing. And I'm down. That's what I'm talking about, (laughs) baby. That's awesome. London's like right now, like, oh, great. Here goes that pressure that Reg does with his look. I'm internally panicking right now. (laughs) But honestly. I know. (laughs) No, I think there's so much like, I don't know. I remember some wise words that my friend once told me right before she left on her mission. She told me. Mursada, just remember, like, the most important thing in this life to do is to build yourself and to grow and challenge yourself and to be better than you were yesterday. And you should never compare yourself to anyone else besides who you were yesterday. And I think that's a principle that is forgotten so easily, you know, in society. And I think that it's so important that we are able to be in those circumstances where we're able to stretch ourselves and, you know, you never know what you can do from it. So I think that's super cool. And the growth and the growth from doing something scary. So today my challenge was to stand with a sign that says, ask me a question. And I just stood there holding a sign that I made that said, ask me a question. And my commitment was to face a stranger, make eye contact with them and <laughs> hold the gaze until they came over and asked me a question. That's awesome. And so today's challenge was to do that five times. So there's the, the challenges are really just intended to, to put us just slightly out of our comfort zone. We want to be out of our comfort zone, but not in the panic zone, right? Yeah, that's important. So <laughs> the challenges are going to be intended to, to stretch you. A couple of days ago, the challenge that I gave to people was to, to find someone who was doing their job and to talk them into letting you do their job for just a minute. And so I saw videos that people were sending me of them. Uh, one of the people was at the gym, you know, where they scan your, at the at a gym, they'll scan your yeah. little keychain thing to let you in. Mm-hmm. This guy just talked the person working at the desk to like, to be able to grab people's keychains and scan them for a couple minutes. <laughs> and he had his, bu- his buddy video it. I thought it was awesome. Dude, Lundy. What? <laughs> do it are you too scared um let me think about it lundy if i agree to this challenge with you will you do it Mm, i love you kev but not that much (laughs) i'm just kidding i do (laughs) kev i love you unconditionally megan i'm considering i'm considering i'm weighing the pros and the cons here you know well, my current thought process is by doing this, it would bless my life, but it would also bless the lives of others because it seems like every time I've taken the time to step out of my comfort zone, like for instance, I sat with um, a student who was sitting by themselves at lunch a couple weeks back. We ended up following each other on Instagram, becoming friends, and I just felt like they were lonely and needed a friend that day, and it ended up blessing my life because I have a friend now because of it. That's cool. I, as you're saying that, Kevin, I'm thinking of an experience I had last weekend where I went and just complimented a stranger on like their outfit was way cool. And that was it. But I like ran into him a little bit later in the night and we ended up talking for a long time, had a ton of mutual friends and same thing. Like we created this relationship and it, it's cool that that can start from just a compliment or that can start from just holding up a sign saying, ask me a question. So I think it's important to 
utilize that in your daily life to like talk to talk to the people around you and get to know them. And if you stretch your reality and you get to a point where it's like you start becoming comfortable with with the discomforting type of activity and challenges, some powerful things can happen in in lots of of your areas of life. I let me let me tell you a quote that I I love I came across. It's it's from a guy that I love to read and listen to. He's passed away a few years ago. His name's Jim Rohn. He said, if you're not willing to risk the unusual, you'll have to settle for the ordinary. Ooh. Wow. Sorry. That that was a good one. I like that a lot. <laughs> I should have I should have tried to attribute it to me, but some listener's gonna hear it and be like, that's totally a Jim Rohn. Wait, quote. say it again, repeat it. If you are not willing to risk the unusual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. How much does it suck to be ordinary, right? It's like you want to be, people always say, oh, I want to be in the, I want to be a one percenter, right? I want to be, I want to be a one percenter. Mm-hmm. To be a one percenter, you have to do what 99% of everyone else is not willing to do. Plain and simple, like people that are one percenters do something that 99% of everyone else is not willing to do. And so for me in this podcast, one of my hopes is, if people can can grow and stretch themselves and become something more as a result of of our conversation the podcast for heaven's sakes like my job is to bless people that's my job and so if if i can if i can stretch people or encourage people to change we've got the million dollar challenge going right now we've got this stretch your reality challenge going Let's bless people's life. Let's bless let's bless our life by doing stuff that's that's scary, but not like panicky. And and also to be able to to bless others' lives that are in need of help. Marco, I know that you're feeling internal turmoil too. And you know what? I I would I would not want you to do it unless you want to do it, but just something to think about. You know, I'm thinking right now Something that I realized yesterday is that I I like my independence too much. Like, I don't want to commit to a challenge because I'm afraid of failure and I'm afraid... I'm just afraid of committing to something and not completing it and letting myself down. And so I like that independence because I can do whatever I want every day. And if I don't do something, I want to feel comfortable with that. And honestly... I'm not finding peace in either side. Yes. Tell me more. I guess trying to get out of my comfort zone, do unusual things. I just feel so uncomfortable still. And I'm like, you know, I'm scared of what I said, like letting myself down. Yeah. But then if I say it and I don't do anything crazy and I just do the same thing every single day, I find it so monotonous and I feel like I've trapped myself in my own life and that I'm not creative. And that's like my biggest fear is not waking is waking up someday and not being creative anymore. Interesting. And you know me, Reg, I have like the most turmoil you've probably ever seen. <laughs> no, we're all we all I only know one thing about humans. I know that everyone's broken. There's no exceptions. Everyone's broken. Anytime that people pretend that they're not broken, it's like those are the scariest people. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you're like, you're not broken, huh? <laughs> um, yeah. You're human. Mm-hmm. 
You know, that's actually funny um, that you'd say that. Again, I was talking to my roommates. I have the best roommates, guys. They're awesome. But I, was I met one of them, didn't I? Yeah, Savannah. This is the one. I'm, yeah, Savannah. This is the girl I was talking to about. Talking to this about. Um, kind of going along with what you were saying, Reg, is just. I remember my whole life. I've always kind of seen heartbreak as like, one and done, right? Like your heart's broken. It's not getting fixed, and that's how I always thought my whole life. And so. Like, I'd always say, like, I've never had a, a broken heart. Like, I've never been broken because I'm still here, you know? And I would always um, look at things that way. But I've learned this past couple months that heartbreak, it's not a one and done. It <laughs> You can have a lot of different heartbreaks in your life, whether it's in a relationship with a person you love or, um, you know, just a friend or a family member, whatever it is you can be broken multiple times. And I, I realize you can tell that you've been broken when it impacts who you are from that day on. You know, when it has a, an effect on you, kind of changes you just a little bit. Um, that's how you can tell that you had a heartbreak, I think. But the thing is, like even the worst possible days, you know, you wake up still the next morning and it sounds super cheesy, but like your heart's still beating, you're still breathing, you know? And sometimes it hurts so bad when things happen that you can literally feel it. Like, Definitely. I'm sure some people are nodding their heads over there. See Kevin over there. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Um, That's because Devin's... Uh, Kevin only Kevin's, breaks hearts. Kevin's oh. hoping that you guys date after this. That's oh, actually... Wow. He's just being agreeable to oh, make it that geez. much more likely that you say yes. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway... Um. Thanks, Reg. <laughs> you're welcome. No, Always but, helping me out with the girls. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I think that's really cool, though, like Marco, for sure. I think that um, I can definitely relate to that. Um, it's It sucks to think you're going to fail, and that's what it is with music for me, for sure, 100%, every day. That's that's the reason I'm not out there doing things, because I'm like, people aren't going to understand how much it means to me. Like, I'm going to fail. It's going to suck. I, I feel that. You were talking about how you're afraid, like, what if you play for someone and they don't appreciate it? Mm-hmm. I was in that situation literally a couple days ago. I tried playing the piano for someone it wasn't you London okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but nervous. my whole life people would be like can you play the song for me it'd be so cool S- three seconds into the song they pull out their phone and they're just like scrolling and I'm like yeah. like you don't realize how much work and effort and passion I put into this and it hurts me and I just like don't want to hurt myself like that yeah no, I totally understand that. And I think that that's something that I had to learn this past year. It's been huge for me. I remember about um, over a year ago, I before about a year ago, I, I never left my house singing. I remember I, I was in choir in middle school, and my teacher always wanted me to do solos, so I would do that. But even when I did solos, like, I'd turn beet red. I'd be sweating. I'd be freaking out. Like, it was so hard for me. Um, and it wasn't until, like, recently where um, – I realized that I, you know, I do have a gift with music and no question about it. And it's, thank you. And it's just, it's a huge part of who I am. And here's the thing. I wouldn't be given that gift if I wasn't meant to help someone with it. If I wasn't meant to impact people. And yeah, there are some people who just don't get it. And I was like, you're saying Marco with piano, like it's just music, especially at least where I know just because I know how much emotion is put into that. Like, it's just you can be so vulnerable, especially presenting music to people, whatever it may be. Like, I don't know what your all your hobbies are, but things that you're passionate about, you know, they mean so much to you. 
And if no one gets it, it sucks. But when one person does, when one person understands, it can change everything. I remember um, I was never, I could never really sing with anybody ever. I was never a thing for me. I didn't have, it wasn't an idea, like, not an idea, but it was such a foreign concept for me to go jam with someone. To just like have someone hit you up and be like, hey, like, let's go jam. I was like, that's so weird. That's so personal, you know? And it wasn't until I met someone who was a really, really, really good friend of mine who saw that when I sang, he saw that it was special. And the first time he heard me sing, I remember he said, he said, you know, he was kind of shook up a little bit. And he just told me, like, I knew you're going to be good, but I didn't know you were going to be that good. And I knew in that moment that he could understood how special music was to me. And, you know, that just meant so much to me just to have that one person see it. And now, I mean, I, it's not like I'm exactly putting out albums or anything, you know, or, you know, I've never even like really recorded a song. Dude, you just did. <laughs> what? We'll see. I don't know. But... How many podcasts you been on? <laughs> None. But this, this is the, is the this is the, this is the launch. <laughs> the red <job> recording. <laughs> this is the Shoot launch. Up. But, you know, I have been able to share that gift. I got to tell, I'll, I'll end with one fun story that I think really changed my life a little bit and yesterday. Um, two days ago, we had a student in my class from, from England who hasn't been home for Christmas in years. We kind of heard about that in this class. And when I heard him talking about Christmas and his plans, I just turned to the class. We were sitting in a circle and I said, are you guys listening to this story? Like, doesn't this seem like, is anyone here thinking we have to get this guy to Christmas in, in England? And like a bunch of people raised their hand in class. And on the spot, I went up to the front and I said, hey, look, he's going home. You're going home. I said, Is any, if anyone wants to contribute, you come up to me and I'm just going to write down an amount on a little sticky note and write down how much money you're, you're contributing. You're going to whisper it in my ear. No one knows it. I'm not even going to write your name down. And half the class started looking up flights to find the very best deal to get him home for Christmas. And people came up, those that wanted to contribute, and whispered in my ear. And every single person in the class ended up coming up and whispering in my ear and a That's number. So cool. And when we were done, uh, between my contributions and the students in the class, we were able to generate over $1,000. What? to get this young man the, the flight and and money to get to the airport and back. That's awesome. And he stood there afterwards and uh, and hugged and cried every member of the class on their way out because of how deeply it moved him. He hasn't seen his family in years. Wow. And I was just thinking the power of what of what can be done with just a decision and a and a desire to love and care. Watching what my class did, it was unbelievable. So, anyways, this uh, this concludes this podcast. I just want to say again, if you listen to this, I have no doubt that I love you. Only someone that loved me would be listening, <laughs> and we all love you for listening. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>